Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1. The Power Matrix. A master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation. Authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Antonio breaks down the law of attraction so well that it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult whether you're 8 years old or 80 years old. Antonio teaches the law of attraction in a way to where anyone can grasp the concept, can gain understanding, and can begin to use the law of attraction to get what it is that they desire most in life. I guarantee you that you want to take a listen to Antonio's podcast, Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. Okay, we're going to talk about Dominate or Die. I have no announcement because I want to give you a lot of information tonight. But we're going to move at a nice, slow pace. <clears throat> I want to talk to you about three things. To, oh, Tempest, you can start recording now. 
I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about three things, three things tonight. We're only talking about dominate or die, but I want to teach you how to dominate or die by giving you the fundamental basic things that there is. Thing number one, if you're a note taker, this is what I'm going to talk about. The law of attraction. And I'm going to go very deep into the law of attraction. Very deep. So you may want to pay attention. Very deep law of attraction. Okay? Now, I'm ready. Now, this is the law of attraction. I got excited. Thing number two, I want to talk to you about the law of creation. Okay? Law of creation. What did I say, number one? Law of attraction. And then number two? Law of creation. Law of creation. There we go. And thing number three, law of allowing or law of allowance. Okay? Law of allowance. Okay? It all makes sense here in a little bit. Law of attraction. Here's why I want to do this. So let's, so let's talk about that. It is very important that you understand that there are some fundamental things working for you and you, unfortunately, are having them work against you in most cases. It doesn't matter. This universe is this universe and you can be, do, and have whatever you want. I get it. That sounds to some of you esoteric, which means only a few special people get it. Then to some of you, it sounds like, oh, there he go with all this spooky dooky talk. Just tell me how to make money. And we'll do all that. And I do all that. But you need to understand that no matter what I give you, I can give you all the right answers. If you have the wrong vibration, you are the wrong person. As long as I give you all the right answers, if you have the wrong vibration, you will lose every single time. I need you to know, first and foremost, this is where you should start writing, that you can travel to every one of your dreams if you follow the universal laws. <clears throat> Write that down. Write that down. You can travel to every last one of your dreams if you simply follow the universal laws. That's just the way it works. It's not going to change anytime soon. What do I mean by that? I mean that this world is governed by things that are universal. Whether you like that or want to experience that or want to believe in that or whether your faith doesn't let you believe in it or your family doesn't let you believe in it, your denomination walls, it doesn't matter. There are laws in this universe. A wonderful example I love to give all the time. I don't care if you're Muslim or if you're Christian, Buddhist, Jewish, you jump off the building, you going down. There's no nothing. You can accept your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all you want to. You jump off the Empire State Building, you are not going to be suspended in midair. It's just not going to happen. Why? Because there is a universal law in place, and in this case, we commonly know this universal law as gravity, pulling everything approximately 10.86 meters a second to the center of the Earth. This is a big deal. This is a, if you jump off a 30,000 foot airplane, you will fall and continue to accelerate until you can no longer accelerate until you get to the maximum point of acceleration, which is called terminal velocity. And then you will meet the ground at full speed and Newton's third law of motion, which is a universal law, would take effect. You will hit the ground at terminal velocity and the ground will return you the favor and hit you at terminal velocity. Newton's third law says every action has an opposite and equal reaction. If you forget anything, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever forget that. This is why 
people are very cautious of how they treat other people. Now, not, not all of you, not all of you. You have people like Oprah, people like myself. I'm very cautious of how I treat people. You can come, you can call me right now and go off on me. You will not get the same thing from me. You just won't. Why? Because what you do to me has nothing to do with my garden. But what I do to you has everything to do with my garden. You could curse me all you want to, but you would never, ever, ever plant a seed in my in my garden. But if I curse you back, now I've planted that seed. Very real with you. This is how you dominate. You dominate by understanding these universal laws. And I'm going to give you the top three. And we're going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give you the top three that you really need to understand. I'm going to spend a lot of time on the top one, which is called the law of attraction. Organize your entire life. Write this down. If you want to win, you need to organize your life to where you are in harmony with the laws of this universe. Listen to what I just said. Organize your life to where you are in harmony with the laws of this universe. Good or bad, if you are in harmony with the laws of this universe, this universe will lend you its blessings. I'll prove it to you. You ever met someone that's a really bad person, in, in your opinion, but they really have a lot of great things? That, that's how it works. You've met a serial killer, they're very attractive, have lots of money, killed a thousand people because they had all these riches. If you are in harmony with the laws of this universe, this universe will bless you. Now let's take it out of maniac talk, and let's put it into regular, regular people. You don't have to sing like Adele in order to be blessed. You just don't have to do it. There are plenty of people who make more money than Adele that don't have any what you call talents. According to you, talent is dribbling, running, shooting, singing, dancing, magic, illusion. Those are talents, but there are also talents as adaptability, developer, people who know how to organize, people who are competitive, all these things are talent. What you want to do is you want to put your life in harmony with the laws of this universe. Let me give you a great example. Too many of you, please write this down, too many of you plant bad seeds and then expect for something good to happen to you. That is impossible. That is, that is grossly irresponsible. It, your business is not working because you Keep doing all the things in your personal life that don't work and expect your professional life to work. I'll give an example. You, you, you can't attract paying customers because you owe 15 people in your personal life money. You are out of harmony with the laws of this universe. You can't be mean to people personally and expect to have good customers. Somebody should have wrote that down. Somebody should have wrote that down. It is not important how much money you make. It is important how you make your money. If you get better, I promise you, your customers will force you to get bigger. Period. Point blank. <clears throat> if you get better, the customer will force you to get bigger. You need to organize your life around the laws of this universe. There's a universal law that would change the quality of your life. It is called the law of attraction. The law of attraction 
is a law, is a side effect of the law of vibration. Everything in this universe, everything in this world is a constant vibration, constant everything. And get this, write this down. Successful people stay in harmony with the laws of this universe more than unsuccessful people. It's that simple. It's that simple. The law of attraction, the law of belief, the law of correspondence, it's a bunch of them. We won't talk about all of them tonight. The truth is, the people who are successful, they have a habitual way of always staying in harmony with the laws of the universe. The people who are not successful claim to be in harmony, but when, when people's heads are turned, they are in disharmony. If you have friction in every relationship that you have, you are in disharmony with the laws of this universe. You cannot, and this is for you religious folks, you cannot serve God and be mean to people. Somebody really should have wrote that one down. You can't be saved and racist. It's not, it's not possible. And the reason why you keep getting a limited harvest is because you keep being a limited person. This is the way this works. It's not going to change anytime soon. So unsuccessful people spend a lot of time being out of harmony with the laws of this universe. It's that simple. Now watch this here. Notice nowhere that I tell you if you want to be successful, you must come from a great family. See? Watch this. Nowhere here that I tell you that if you want to be successful, you must be the complexion of connection. Mentor Les Brown says that. There's no, no way here did I tell you <clears throat> that if you're a woman, you can't be successful. Neither did I tell you if you're a woman, you have to work twice as hard as men. If you're not the color, the complexion of connection, you have to work twice as hard as those who are the complexion of connection. These are myths that have been put on you by your teachers and parents. If you did you know that the people who work the hardest are the poorest? I want everybody right now, I want all of you right now to think about the hardest working people you know. All of you right now. I want you to think about you know, the hardest. Some of them, most of them are your parents. Everybody right now, be honest, I want you to think about the hardest working people that you know. Now think about how much money they make. The people who work the hardest are often the poorest. Because hard work is not the only equation. It is much harder to make $1,000 than it is to attract $1,000. Please, some, I feel like I'm liberating people. And I, I can't see, but I can feel some disconnection somewhere in my audience. It is much harder, you should be writing this down, to make $1,000 than it is to attract $1,000. It's much harder. You're working too hard. You need to work in harmony with the laws of this universe. Sometimes one, well, let's, let's, the law of attraction has been called reap and sow inside your Bible, if, if, if that's what you are. And it was first, at least by documentation, you can see it written by Socrates, or wrote, you can see it talked about by Socrates through Plato, 400 years before Jesus Christ was ever born. The law of attraction has been around, will continue to be around, 
because it is a fundamental and the most important law of this universe whether you believe in that or not. As a matter of fact, I tell you this, if you don't believe in it, kindly disconnect, hang up, move on so I can give my energy to the people who are open and receptive. But watch it. If you are not open and receptive right now, you are not in harmony with the laws of this universe. I'll tell you which one. The law of correspondence says you can only get out this world what you put into it. So if you are limited in your hearing, your income is limited in your hand. If you're limited in your openness, the universe is closed to you. You can only get what you give. That is it. That will not change. It can't change. To change that is to change gravity on planet Earth. You cannot do that. It's just not going to happen. We live in an orderly universe. Whether you like this orderly universe or not, this universe has order. And this universe is alive. I'll give you two examples. A rain cloud can't rain forever. Please someone show me a rain cloud that has rained forever. It can't. So why do you think your problems are going to last forever? You see what I just did there? The laws of this universe won't let rain happen forever. So why do you think it's going to rain in your life forever? And what you do is you think it's going to rain in your life forever. So guess what you attract? More rain forever. It's not that everyone's against you. It's you're against you. Let's talk about prayer. Let's talk about prayer. The problem with Lisa Nichols says, so if you get mad at this, you can, you can get mad at Lisa Nichols. The church teaches you prayer but not awareness. Okay? Lisa Nichols says that. It's not me. Lisa Nichols says that. So you can get mad at Lisa Nichols. Okay? Now, I agree with her. So now you get mad at both of us. Okay? I get mad at both of us. Let me explain. It is most crucial to your understanding, most crucial to your understanding that prayer is awesome. However, when you pray things like, come on, it has to get done. I need to do it. I need to do it. You're also admitting that you don't have it. So I'm going to tell you something. I had a conversation with somebody this morning. And I'm going to show you how powerful you are. I want everybody, so in this case, I have my cell phone in my hand. Okay, I have my cell phone. Now in my cell phone, I don't want to leave my cell phone in the office. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to put my cell phone by the door. I'm going to leave in 15 minutes. I'm going to put my cell phone by the exit door in which I will exit before I leave. In the present, I will control my future. And in my future, I have manipulated my past. That's difficult. I'm going to break that down very simply. I'm going to, one, show you that time doesn't work the way you think it does. And that your future can be manipulated because you have the power to do so. Watch it. I'll show it to you with the practical tip of a cell phone. Can, anyone, can everyone believe in this cell phone? Okay. If, you're, if you are Christian, can you believe in this cell phone? Islam. So it doesn't matter if you're faith. You can believe in your, this cell phone. Therefore, I'm coming back to that. 
when I prove to you creation power. Now watch it. I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna sit this by the door in 15 minutes. If you're on the phone, just just visualize me going 30 feet to sit this cell phone by the door. That's what I'm gonna do. Why? Because I don't want to forget my cell phone. Now what did we just do here? In my present, I have controlled and manipulated my future. Somebody missed it. Somebody missed it. 15 minutes from now, I'm going to forget my cell phone. So I created a reality in which I cannot forget my cell phone. And I did that in my present. But I created the harvest I wanted for my future. I'm trying to, I'm trying to paint it. I'm trying to, <laughs> this is as practical as possible. I'll, I'll go back through it again. I'll go back through it again. Not the cell phone. But I want to ask you, if you are Christian, can you believe in this cell phone? The answer is yes. If you're a Buddhist, can you believe in this cell phone? The answer is yes. If you're Islam, Sikh, can you believe in this? Two different religions. Can you believe in this cell phone? Yes. Black, white, Jew, or Gentile? Yes. Male or female? Yes. Young or old? Yes. America or Middle East? Yeah. Whatever your situation is that is subjective, can you believe in this cell phone? The answer is yes. I just proved to you that you can control your future regardless of what you believe and your religious affiliation or any other affiliation, race, creed, or any belief. I controlled my, I created a harvest for my future by visualizing my future self sitting down the cell phone. So that's what I did. Does this make sense? Now watch it. Now let's do the inverse. 15 minutes from now when I pick up my cell phone, future me would have what past me created. Mm. <laughs> All right. Woo! I'm talking, this is, this is so practical. Future me will hold the harvest of what past me created. But watch it. When present me said I was going to do this in the future, I communicated with future me, and future me said, yes, Mr. President, do this. Here's what I'm trying to get you to understand. That I vibrate at the frequency of don't leave my cell phone. And I created my future, not my government. I created my future, not the person hating on me. I created my future because I have creation power. Can I stay religious for a moment? Most, a lot of you would believe that you are made after the image of whatever you believe in. Made in the image. And you have an, you have an image nation. Image nation. You have an image nation. Okay, I'm saying that wrong. An imagination, but now you get it. You have the same power as the image, and as the image creates the world, you create the world. We're ending right there with Law of Allowance. Okay, I'm just letting you know right now we're ending right there. I am setting up my firework ending for this phone call. You are made in the image of your creative source, the image of whoever you believe, or 
whatever you believe. Most of you believe you're made in that image, but image is simply imagination or imagination. That means the way they create or your God creates is the way you create. Why? Because you'll do greater things than this when I am gone. Is this fair? Or you're made in my image. Is that fair? You have creation power. In the same manner in which I created a reality but I did not forget my car keys or my cell phone, is the same manner you can create a better life for you. Come on now. In my present, I manipulated my future because I became a creator. That's law number two we're going to talk about. But I'm setting two and three up. Let's go back to the law of attraction. The law of attraction says for every cause, there is an effect. That's how you know it. You know, law of cause and effect, law of attraction, reap and sow, however you may want to do it, however you may want to say it. The truth of the matter is, when you put it out, you get it back. Everybody, write down principle of multiplication. One of these hot lights. Principle of multiplication. What does the principle of multiplication mean? I'm glad you asked. Can I get practical? I want to get very practical. If you go out into a field and plant one corn kernel, just one, one corn kernel, the ground will give you back one corn kernel. Nope, that's a lie. And you know it. You didn't even believe that. Plant one corn kernel, you get back an ear of corn. Oh, did you see that? It's called the principle of multiplication. That means for every one thing you do in this reality, you will reap, manifest, get back that same thing you did in great multiplication. Break that down, law of attraction. That means that when if I plant down an ear, excuse me, if I plant down a kernel of corn, I'm not getting back steak. I'm not getting back money. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting back oranges, bananas, trees, bears. Oh my. I'm not getting back any of that. I'm only going to get back what I planted. I'm only going to get back what I planted. I'm only going to get back what I planted. Why am I stressing this? Because the people who are unsuccessful, all of you who do not have the dollar amount that you desire, all of you who are not living your dreams, you keep planting things and living under the illusion that you would not get back what you planted. I said in the beginning, the people who are successful respect, understand, and stay in harmony with the laws of this universe. How many people do you know say, I want to lose weight, and they eat the thing that they should not eat? They plant the seed of cholesterol and expect to lose weight. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? How many of you right now say, you know, I'm going to save money, but you spend it all, but you want the harvest of a millionaire? You don't save so you can't reap. The only people who reap a lot of income save 10% of theirs or more. Because when you save, this is what, when you save 10% of your income, you're taking a corn kernel off the ear and you're dropping that corn kernel into the ground so you can get more. 
Am I making this practical? I'm trying to. I'm not making it's practical as possible. The law of principle, the, the principle of multiplication says, whatever you put down, this ground is going to give back to you in great multiplication, whether you like it or not. Let's set that up again. Whatever you put into the ground, you will get back more than you put in. Uh, all right. I wanted to sound like a preacher. So take out the R, the U, and the N. Whatever you put into God, it will be multiplied back to you. That means if you gossip, you're not going to just get back favor. Nope. You're going to get back a great multiplication of gossip. If you call somebody and keep it real with them, guess what you have in your life or about to receive? A bunch of people who will call you and keep it real with you and, and knock your low self-esteem down. Why? Because you get off on knocking other people's low self-esteem. If you don't pay back your friends when you borrow money, you will get back a great multiplication of people who would not pay you back. Some of you right now are attracting the wrong customers because you're the wrong customer. Some of you right now are attracting the wrong customers because you're the wrong customer. Because every time that you buy something, you want a discount and you don't pay back. Your credit score is a 383 and your friends have to, your friends are looking at you buying new shoes and you've been owing them $23 for 30 months. They're looking at you. And you're trying to start that business and you haven't paid anybody back. I don't care how it works. If you owe a lot of debt and you refuse to pay it back, you will not get your business off the ground until you have the integrity to go back and honor those people. That's the law of attraction, whether you want it to be or not. Whether you want it to be or not. You cannot be dominant, dominating others. You hear what I said? Watch this here. If you want to be dominant, you can't stand over people and shrink them. Because you will attract only the people in your life that stand over you and shrink you. If you want to dominate in this reality, you must lift people out of theirs. That's just the way it works. People like me, Anybody you see like me giving away lots and lots and lots and lots of free content, they're paid. Why not? You know how many C's I put out? You know how many people I'm helping right now in this phone call? And then after that, which all the phone calls, for whatever reason, go viral and get thousands of likes, all those people would be helped for free? Guess what? That has to come back to me. It don't need to come back from you, but it has to come back to me. And then when it comes to me, I give it to my team. All right, this down. That's all right. That's all right. I'm, I'm almost done. If someone else has been successful, you need to emulate them. That's called the law of emulation. If someone else has been successful, you need to emulate them. You know what poor people do? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be like nobody else. That makes sense to you? Okay, Mr. Poor Person, has that worked out for you? Has being a loner worked out for you? Uh, you know what? I know. I get it. You changed your own diaper. You fed yourself. You gave birth to yourself. 
You did. Nah, you self-made. You self-made. You self-made. No, nah, nah, you good. You good. Nah, I get it. No, nah, no, nah, I get it. You fed yourself, gave birth to yourself, came out your own belly button. I, I know. I know you did. I know you did. Go ahead. Do me a favor. Levitate to me so you can go ahead and do this phone call. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Wait, where's the levitation? No? Okay. Nobody's on levitate. Cool. Cool then. So let's just come back. And I need you to understand that you need to be emulating those who are successful. <clears throat> if you don't have anybody, right? If, if you're not, I say this all the time. I'm going to give away this free practical tip. I say this all the time and nobody ever listens to me. I have yet to see someone listen to me. I want you all right now. This Give me a field of practice. Doesn't matter. Just throw one out. Radiology. Okay. <laughs> Radio, radio, really? I don't know. Okay, uh. <laughs> okay no, man, we're gonna work with radiology. I just, uh, you, you got some problems going on there? No, you got no, cancer? No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> radiology. That is, that is okay then. Well, we're gonna work with radiology. We're gonna make it work. If you're trying to be the best radiologist on planet Earth, guess what you need to do? Hang around radiologists. Yeah, and you need to read what they read. Emulation. Go where they go. Because let me tell you something. You can be smart all you want to. If you don't know nobody, you ain't getting a job. That's, did I, was that, what? Was that too real? Dude, let me tell you something. You got to be the smartest. Be in harmony with the universe. Go with the ebb and flow. The ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. People are, the, those who are radiologists are flowing with other radiologists. Why are you trying to get the flow of radiologists hanging with drug dealers? Oh my God. This, but this is what most of you are doing. And, and I don't mean to pick on drug dealers. I, I'll pick someone else. You're hanging with people who are at the club every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. But somehow you want to be a radiologist. But you're in the flow of people who waste their income. That's all you're doing. You're in the flow of people who waste their income. And so since you're in the flow of people who waste their income, guess what you have? A lot of wasted income. Get in the flow. Emulate those who are already successful. reason I brought up my cell phone, for whatever reason, radiology, for whatever reason, <laughs> you know a lot of people on radiology, or do, you know a lot of radiologists who are on Facebook giving away the game. Go to their Facebook page. I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now. Go to their Facebook page, okay? I got Facebook split up. Go to their Facebook page because you know what? You may not do it. I'm going to put in radiology. Jesus. Okay, let me let me put in Tony Robbins, okay? Since I'm putting in Tony Robbins, I barely spare radiology. Alright, I'm putting in Tony Robbins. Now watch it. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I can't. Now I'm gonna go to Tony Robbins and I'm gonna hit this follow. This following, then I'm gonna get to this option on the screen which says see first. Then I'm gonna hit see first. As you can see, I have Tony Robbins set to see first. You know what that means? That means that when I'm slacking, Tony Robbins pop up on my timeline. Whether the algorithm says it or not, Tony Robbins will pop up my timer because I said see first. And when he make a post and I go, okay, that's what we're doing today, Tony, huh? 
Type, 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 type. Post just like Tony Robbins. Don't miss it. Oh, we're doing these kind of conferences. Okay, then. Well, let me see if I can do that in my gifts. I'm not competing with him. I'm emulating him. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay. Oh, you do push-ups. Let me do some push-ups. You understand what I'm saying? My point is, if you're not setting your timeline to see first and emulating someone, you're probably only emulating power. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to take it easy. But... All right. Law of attraction. <coughs> I'm still, I told you to spend a lot of time on law of attraction. You have two thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Two thoughts. You have your practice thoughts and your dominant thoughts. That now leads me to the law number two that I want to talk about, which is the law of creation. I talked about it a lot, hinted at it, I'm going to give it to you plainly. Law of creation. So you've been creating. You don't have to, listen, you're not here to learn how to create your own reality. You've been doing that the whole time you've been alive. You're here to deliberately create a reality that is worthy of you. You are already a master creator. Most of you just keep creating poverty or average. We're here to glean from one another and create. I haven't had a job in 10 years because my money surpasses all my expenses. All right. Okay. We got a shout over there. Hopefully some of you are shouting online. Does it make sense to you? Basically, as you are creating, you have two thoughts. I'm gonna, this is, I do this all the time. If you're new to this phone call, you're going to fail, okay? You're going to fail this test. This is a test. This is your broadcast. I forget how I go. I haven't heard it so long. This is a test, okay? This is a test. All of you can make a million dollars. See, you didn't fail. You did a good job in the next 30 seconds. See what happened? See what happened? Come on, be real. When I say you can make a million dollars, he was like, yeah, 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 I can. When I, when I put a time limit on it, 30 seconds, you went, wait, wait, wait a minute, that's too, that's too quick. To who? You, you, you serve a God that can't do something too quick? So you have two thoughts. You have the thoughts that say, yes, I can. And then right after you finish that sentence, those dominant thoughts take over and you say, nah, I really can't. <clears throat> Control that second thought. The goal you want to do is have both of your thoughts. Think and Grow Rich calls it auto-suggestion. Control that second thought you have. Think about it. When you all pray, you say all these great things, but in the back of your head, you're going, this isn't going to work. And guess what you get? This isn't going to work. Let's go deeper in that. You will only get in life the thoughts that you mix with emotions. Write that down. Write that down. You will only get in life the thoughts that you mix with emotions. Okay? The thoughts that you mix with emotions are the thoughts that you would get in this life. Not all your thoughts. It's too many of those. And time is a great buffer for that. But the ones you're passionate about, those are the ones you're going to get. And I know it's hard to accept that. It's because most of you, you don't have the life that you want and you, you, you can't believe that you would have did that to you. I would never do that to me. I would never create this. I would never create repossession. I would never, no, you wouldn't ever do it deliberately. But your dominant thoughts 
Are you so worried about losing your house? You did. You're so worried about him or her cheating? Him or her did. You're so worried about lack? You only get lack. You're so worried about always coming close but the bottom falling out. How many of you, come on, be honest with me. How many of you get really nervous when things go well? You got, come on, this is most of you. Give it to me. How many of you get really nervous when things go really well? Think about that for a second. Because you say things like, man, it's going to go up soon. You know, this don't last that long. I'm just the other shoe for the drop. I better, I better spend it while I have it before they come and take it. Some of you will see unexpected money in your bank account and swear the bank has made a mistake and they're going to take the money from you. <laughs> and you've convinced yourself. I'll show you your dominant thoughts. Here's a great example of your dominant thoughts. I want all of you right now to think about your bank account balance. Now, what happened there? I just said think about it. What emotions did you experience? See, that was your dominant thoughts. And you mixed it with emotions, and that's why you keep getting your bank account balance. Now, if that's good, good job. I like mine. I, I wanted to have 50 other zeros behind it. That's never been done before, but I, I like that. We can make that work. I didn't know that number. 50 other zeros. Wow. I would like own Mars. That's cool. I don't mind. Mars can be my new home. It's cool my vacation home. Point is, think about how you felt about your bank account balance. How you felt about your bank account balance is your true dominant thoughts about money. And money will only treat you how you treat it. I'm trying to help somebody. However you treat it is how it will treat you. If you want to know how you are in a relationship with money, check out your closest relationships. How you treat your closest relationships or how you treat money in most cases. Why? Because money is just a relationship. You're in a relationship with money. And if you're in a bad relationship with the people around you, you're also in a bad relationship with money. Most cases. Now, check this out. Here you have it to where you are doing a good job and I bring up money and now you start feeling bad emotions. Here's how you know if you have bad emotions about money. How many of you right now, when you go to the ATM, you do your hardest not to see your bank account balance? Come on. Come on. I'm on. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm waiting. There you go. There you go. How many of you do your hardest not to log in to your bank account and check your balance on your mobile app? Come on. You know it. You know it. You go to ATM and when the receipt come out, you ball it up and you don't even look at it. You throw it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right? Because you're always thinking, I'm running out. And that's how money treats you. Money treats you like you're always running out. That makes sense to you? Money always treats you like you're always running out. And so it always runs out from you. So the most important principle is the law of attraction. <clears throat> now that you have the law of attraction, I just got to talk to you about the law of creation. You are creating your reality with the dominant thoughts that you're keeping in your head and emotions. Now check this out. You are creating in your reality what you do not want because you fear it. And the more you fear it, that is, you've experienced fear before, haven't you? Isn't it a powerful feeling? 
anger, powerful feeling. It just takes over you. You can't think about anything else. Here, you know, when somebody calls you, say, "Hey, we need to talk." What happens to your stomach? It drops. Like, hey, 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 man, just tell me, hey, hey, stop all that. Just you understand? It's a terrible feeling, and your mood is messed up all day because of that feeling. It's fair, but it doesn't make you prosper. Just because something is fair doesn't make you prosperous. As a matter of fact, fair is the killer of prosperity. It is not fair that you're broke. Or it is fair that you're broke. Because you come from this place. Stop being fair. Start being prosperous. Being fair with the So as you're creating your reality, as you're creating your reality, this is what you need to do. You need to put your mind in your reality that you desire. And then you need to, this is, this is tough now. Then you need to believe in that reality that you're creating in your mind. Here's what's even tougher. Once you get there, you need to expect it. Stop asking for it. You need to expect it and already become and embody it. If you want to be a lawyer, start dressing like one right now. Talking like one. Watching lawyer shows. You should be watching Law of Order like everyone else. When it comes on a marathon like every place on earth. SVU. Shout out. You know you watch this. I play it. You know you can't even turn the TV. You watch it. You don't don't you don't 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 you understand what I'm saying? Okay, you got it. Okay. Point is, with the law of attraction, which is the most important thing. It's the most important thing. Inside that law of attraction, or after that law of attraction, you would have this law of creation. The most it's not the it is the most important. But if you don't get law of attraction together, if you don't get law of creation together, you just won't get this. You just won't get this. Abraham Hicks talks about it. Everybody knows anything talks about it. I've got to give it to you now. The law of allowing. Or the law of allowance. The one is fine by me. What does that mean? That means read me somebody's name online real quick. No, just pick one. Pick me another. Okay, good. Pick BJ. BJ. Okay. The law of allowance says. BJ is allowed to be BJ. And Antonio is allowed to be Antonio. Don't miss it. I'm going somewhere. I don't have to be offended that BJ don't do Antonio things like Antonio does it. Oh, I'm for the roughest BJ will do a task differently than what I want him to do it. But he will get to that end result because BJ is not me. Does it make any sense to anybody? Now, I am me. That means I am perfectly amazed to be me. BJ is perfectly amazed to be him. The law of allowance says you get to do you while I do me and we don't take from one another. Hmm. There is no competition. That, that was hard. You, 
do you do know you can be a math school teacher and still get along with another math school teacher? Yeah. You can be a public speaker and still cheer on other public speakers. Have you ever seen that before? Have you watch it? You see these public speakers. It doesn't matter. Be church or out of the church. And once once they're not up, they sitting quietly on everybody. You ever seen that? Or you seen two choirs sing? And the choir, when they sing it, woo! All that stuff. But as soon as they die, they sit on every other choir doing a great job. Because they haven't accepted this law of allowance. This law of allowance says that you are creating your own reality. And I'm creating my own reality. And these two things are fine. They do not have to intersect. Right now, I have shifted the phone call to where I want to go at the end and totality of this phone call. Listen to what I just said. BJ creates his own reality. Antonio creates his own reality. Our realities do not have to compete. Neither will they take from one another. And neither do I have to let his reality into mine. Those three things. These realities do not have to compete. You should be writing this down. These realities won't take from one another. And these realities don't have to be allowed into one another. Is that, did we get it down? <coughs> these realities do not have to compete. That's number one. These realities won't take from one another. And these realities, realities, compete, pray for one another, don't have to intersect with one another. They don't. Let's go. Let's break it down. Let's go with compete. I'm not in competition with BJ. BJ's not in competition with me. It'd be absolutely insane. Why? Why? There is no competition. In order for me to be in, in competition with BJ, I have to believe that there is lack. Ain't no lack out here. I got plenty. And I'm going to have plenty. I'm going to die with plenty. And if I could, I'd learn how to take home plenty, the other life, with plenty. But I'm going to sure leave plenty. And guess what? When I get my plenty, that would never take away from BJ's plenty. Me and BJ can have plenty next to each other. And I don't have to compete with BJ. Most of you are getting into a relationship where you're competing with your spouse or your significant other. I see it all the time. I see it all the time that men would get mad at a woman because she went to the school and made more money. What's the problem? You just pay the bills. If you feel that tough about it, pay the bills. I want to walk harder, but I'm not. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at the time. I want to walk harder on that, but I will not. Stop competing in your relationships. You're competing in your relationship because you won't allow your significant other to actually be them. You want them to be you so you can get along with them. Mm. Mm. Stop making people be you so you can be alone with them. So that you can get along with them. Number two inside of it. What BJ gets won't take from me. What's for him is for him. What's for me is for me. There's abundance out here. It is a lie that you have been taught lack. The universe doesn't do anything in lack. Man creates lack. Man takes the abundance of this universe, puts laws and governments around it, and then, dis then disseminate it in a lack fashion to the masses. That's the truth. Do you know how crazy it is that you got to go to Walmart and buy an orange? You know that's free, right? <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks like this? <laughs> you do.
do know oranges grow out the ground tax-free. If I had a mic, I'd tap. You, you do know that oranges are not tripping on you paying for them. We create, this is lack, we create laws. Hey, you stole this orange, go to jail. We create a law and a jail to stop you from getting something for free. That's lack that's only created by man. I know you don't think about it that way. It's my job. I think about everything that way. I don't take anything that you say to me without thinking about it and researching it. We put people in jail for stuff that's free. And then we act like they deserve to be in jail. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Man creates lack. Now here's the last part. Now let me take this out of BJ. Because I want to talk to everybody. But I'm about to say something a bit negative. I don't want to put on BJ. Now. Your life. Don't have to be a part of mine. If you are toxic for me, I accept that you create a reality in which you are a toxic. God bless you and all your toxicity over there. The law of allowance says I get to allow you to be you. But since I'm also creating my reality, that stuff can't be allowed. I'm freeing somebody. I am freeing someone. Now that we now that we both understand that we both are doing a law of attraction, whether we want to or not, we both are doing a law of creation, whether we want to or not. The law of allowance says I don't have to allow you to create in my reality. Yeah. I felt like some y'all should have been typing keys rapidly. Shouting and so give me some running emojis or something right there. I'm giving you permission to let people go. I'm, I'm giving you universal law permission to let some people create over there. There. I don't have to be mad at what you create. I have to decide that you are creating something that's not worthy of me. Now watch it. When you're in my reality and you're not treating me well, guess what that means? Does that mean it's your fault? No. Why? <clears throat> law of attraction. Number one, law of attraction. That meant I attracted you. Mm. Law number two, I created a law that allowed you to mistreat me. I created a reality that allowed you to mistreat me. So whose fault is it that you mistreat me? Uh-huh. Light bulb just went off. It's not yours. It's mine. I, I attracted you and I created a situation and a reality in which you get to defile, demean, and defecate all over me. <coughs> Why am I mad at you? If I don't want you here, I just uncreate you. Mm. Mm. Freeing somebody. Now, if I want more, I create more. If I want a new family so I can build with them, I create one. Which I did. I create one. 
Does this make sense to you? This is how this works. These are the most important things that are going on inside of your life right now. You're doing law of attraction. You're doing law of creation. And you're also doing the law of allowance. Your life don't have to intersect with mine. And if it is intersecting with mine, I attracted it. Create a reality which you can keep intersecting with me. If you're worthy of me, I will keep you here. If you're unworthy of me, I will cut you out. I don't have to do that with force. I have to just vibrate at a higher frequency. I don't have to cut you off. I don't have to <coughs> be mean to you. If I just grow in me, you fade away. Ladies and gentlemen, Right now, if you have something in your life that is lack, or someone in your life creating lack, or something that you cannot deal with, stop being mad at it. Stop giving it attention. Create what you desire, and you will dominate every single time. I say that again. If you have something inside your life that you do not want, Stop giving it attention. Simply create the reality that you want and give that attention. And everything else will be allowed to fade away. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. Good news. I would do a plant better mindset phone call every single day from now on. You can plant better. You can. Dominate. Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. And I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with Pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say. You've just forgotten. There are distortions over you. And these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. 
So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it. Or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path and you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. 
for, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. The Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing. Does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? that even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you This pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared.
Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over, a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared over and over in one place and once you keep putting energy in one place in one place in one place in one place the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter this is why it's hard to destroy something that exists energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed first law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy, harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter you believe in it so much you see it so much it is so it is so tangible that it gains its own speed and then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration so this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better.
you can dominate.